Hello and welcome. This is New Creation Common Prayer. Today we are called to worship with Psalm 140. Rescue me from evil people, Lord. Guard me from violent people who plot evil things in their hearts, who pick fights every single day. They sharpen their tongues like a snake's. Spider poison is on their lips. Protect me from the power of the wicked, Lord. Guard me from violent people who plot to trip me up. Arrogant people have laid a trap for me with ropes. They've spread out a net alongside the road. They've set snares for me. I tell the Lord, you are my God. Listen to my request for mercy, Lord. My Lord God, my strong saving help, you've protected my head on the day of battle. Lord, don't give the wicked what they want. Don't allow their plans to succeed or they'll exalt themselves even more. Let the heads of the people surrounding me be covered with the trouble their own lips caused. Let burning coals fall on them. Let them fall into deep pits and never get out again. Let no slanderer be safe in the land. Let calamity hunt down violent people and quickly. I know that the Lord will take up the case of the poor and will do what is right for the needy. Yes, the righteous will give thanks to your name, and those who do right will live in your presence. Today's Old Testament reading comes from 1 Samuel chapter 13, verse 19 through chapter 14, verse 15. No metal worker has, was to be found anywhere in Israelite territory because the Philistines had said, the Hebrews must not make swords and spears. So every Israelite had to go down to the Philistines to sharpen their plowshares, mattocks, axes, and sickles. The cost was two-thirds of a shekel for plowshares and mattocks, but one-third of a shekel for sharpening axes and for setting goads. So on the day of the battle, no swords or spears were to be found in the possession of any of the troops with Saul and Jonathan, but Saul and his son Jonathan had them. Now a group of Philistine soldiers had marched out to the pass of Michmash. One day, Jonathan, Saul's son, said to his young armor-bearer, Come on, let's go over to the Philistine fort on the opposite side. But he didn't tell his father. Saul was sitting on the outskirts of Gibeah under the pomegranate tree at Migron. He, was about, he had about 600 men with him, including Ahijah, the son of Ahitub, who was Ichabod's brother and the son of Phinehas, the son of Eli, who was the Lord's priest at Shiloh. He was wearing a priestly vest. None of the troops knew that Jonathan had gone. There were two stone outcroppings in the pass where Jonathan planned on crossing over to the Philistine fort, one on each side. One of these was named Bozes, the other was named Sine. One outcropping was on the north side in front of Michmash, and the other was on the south side in front of Geba. Jonathan said to his young armor-bearer, Come on, let's go over to the fort of these uncircumcised men. Maybe the Lord will act on our behalf. After all, nothing can stop the Lord from saving, whether there are many soldiers or few. Go ahead with whatever you're planning, his armor-bearer replied. I'm with you, whatever you decide. All right then, Jonathan said, we'll go over to the men and show ourselves. If they say to us, stay there until we can get to you, then we'll stay where we are and won't go up to them. But if they say, come on up, then we'll go up, because that will be the sign that the Lord has handed them over to us. So they showed themselves to the Philistine fort, and the Philistines said, look, the Hebrews are coming out of the holes they've been hiding in. 
Then the troops in the fort yelled to Jonathan and his armor bearer, Come on up, we'll teach you a lesson. So Jonathan said to his armor bearer, Follow me, because the Lord has handed them over to Israel. So Jonathan scrambled up on his hands and feet with his armor bearer right behind him. The Philistines fell before Jonathan. His armor bearer coming behind him would then finish them off. In the first attack, Jonathan and his armor bearer killed about 20 men in an area of about half an acre. Panic broke out in the camp, in the field, and among the troops. Even those in the fort and the raiders shook with fear. The very ground shook. It was a terror from God. Today's New Testament reading comes from Acts 9, verses 1 through 9. Meanwhile, Saul was still spewing out murderous threats against the Lord's disciples. He went to the high priest, seeking letters to the synagogues in Damascus. If he found persons who belonged to the way, whether men or women, these letters would authorize him to take them as prisoners to Jerusalem. During the journey, as he approached Damascus, suddenly a light from heaven encircled him. He fell to the ground and heard a voice asking him, Saul, Saul, why are you harassing me? Saul asked, Who are you, Lord? I am Jesus, whom you are harassing, came the reply. Now get up and enter the city. You will be told what you must do. Those traveling with him stood there speechless. They heard the voice, but saw no one. After they picked Saul up from the ground, he opened his eyes, but he couldn't see. So they led him by the hand into Damascus. For three days he was blind, and neither ate nor drank anything. Today's Gospel reading comes from the Gospel of Mark, chapter 2, verses 13 through 17. Jesus went out beside the lake again. The whole crowd came to him, and he began to teach them. As he continued along, he saw Levi, Alphaeus' son, sitting at a kiosk for collecting taxes. Jesus said to him, Follow me. Levi got up and followed him. Jesus sat down at Levi's house. Many tax collectors and sinners were eating with Jesus and his disciples. Indeed, many of them had become his followers. When some of the legal experts from among the Pharisees saw that he was eating with sinners and tax collectors, they asked his disciples, Why is he eating with sinners and tax collectors? When Jesus heard it, he said to them, Healthy people don't need a doctor, but sick people do. I didn't come to call righteous people, but sinners. Spirit of the living God Spirit of the living God, we only want to hear your voice hanging on every word. Spirit of the living God, Spirit of the living God, we want to know you more and more hanging on every word.
Spirit of the living God, Spirit of the living God, we only want to hear your voice hanging on every word. Spirit of the living God, Spirit of the living God, we want to know you more and more, hanging on every word. When you speak, when you move, when you do what only you can do, it changes us, changes what we see. What we seek when you come in the room, when you do what only you can do, changes us, changes what we see. What we seek, you're changing everything. Spirit of the living God, Spirit of the living God, we're leaning into all you are, everything else can wait. Spirit of the living God, Spirit of the living God, come now and breathe upon our hearts, come now and have your way. Cause when you speak, when you move, when you do what only you can do, it changes us, changes what we see. And what we seek when you come in the room, when you do what only you can do, it changes us, changes what we see. And what we see. changing everything when you move you move all our fears when you move you move us to tears and when you move you move all our fears when you move, you move us to tears. When you fall, we fall on our knees. And when you fall, we fall at your feet. And when you fall, we fall on our knees. When you fall, we fall at your feet yeah. when you speak and when you move when you do what only you can do it changes us changes what we see and what we seek when you come in the room when you do what only you can do it changes us changes what we see and what we seek when you speak when you move when you do what only you can do it changes us 
Spirit of the living God, Spirit of the living God, we only want to hear your voice hanging on every word. The Nicene Creed is a statement of Christian faith that goes back all the way to the year 325. It is a recitation of the common faith among all Christians about the triune God, the world, the church, and our future hope. It holds a special place among Christian creeds of faith as the only creed that has been affirmed by the Protestant, Catholic, and Eastern Orthodox branches of Christianity. If you know it, feel free to recite it along with me. If not, take this opportunity to listen to the core of our faith that has been handed down to us for nearly 2,000 years. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father. Through him all things were made, For us and for our salvation, he came down from heaven. By the power of the Holy Spirit, he became incarnate from the Virgin Mary and was made man. For our sake, he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day, he rose again in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father, He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father. With the Father and the Son, he is worshiped and glorified. He has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church, We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. And now let us enter into a time of prayer for ourselves, our community, and the whole world. I invite you, wherever you're joining with us, to lift up your prayers, either out loud or silently, wherever you are today. Let's pray. Lord, we pray for your church, both our local congregation and the church worldwide. Help us to be unified in our mission today and to be great co-partners with your spirit wherever we find ourselves. Lord, we pray for those who are suffering today, whether sick, injured, or oppressed. Be with them, supply their needs, and bring justice today, we pray. Lord, we pray for those who may consider us enemies whom we have injured or offended. Grant them your peace and enable us to be peacemakers.
Lord, we thank you for your many blessings, including these. And now let us pray the prayer our Lord Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. As we depart this time together, go with these closing words from Psalm 143. Deliver me from my enemies, Lord. I seek protection from you. Teach me to do what pleases you, because you are my God. Go today in the grace and peace of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We'll see you back here on Monday. Or if you'd like to worship with us online, there's a link and information about how to do that in the description of this episode. Whenever we see you next, we'll see you. Have a wonderful weekend. New Creation Common Prayer is a ministry of New Creation Community Online, New Creation Community Middleton, and Nampa College Church. You can find out more about our ministries by visiting nampacollegechurch.com. Today's song was Spirit of the Living God, performed by Riley Fast and recorded and mixed by Drew McKellips. All scripture readings were out of the Common English Bible. Today's psalm reading was read by Caleb Daniels. Today's Old Testament reading was by Caleb Daniels. Today's Epistle reading was by Caleb Daniels. And today's Gospel reading was by Caleb Daniels. Background music for New Creation Common Prayer was created awesomely by Keller Gage. Today's devotion was produced and edited by Caleb Daniels.